This is Simply Meditation, an offering of Center for Self-Care, and your mindful coach, that's me, Mark Balser. Each week at 7.15 p.m. on Wednesday, we have an in-person guided meditation and short teaching at Balance for Life Yoga in Devon, Pennsylvania. Feel free to join us there or listen each week to our intro and guided practice or standalone guided practice. If you'd like to learn more, visit me at www.center4selfcare.com or email me at mark at centerforselfcare.com. Thank you and enjoy. My original plan for tonight was to do a Tonglen practice, um, and in that practice, you you kind of suck in suffering uh, of of loved ones, of strangers. I mean, it could be just about anything. And so, right now with COVID, you know, people that are out of jobs, people that are sick, people that are isolated, we have plenty of raw material. And then this came up, and I was like, oh, I don't know if we're doing that today, but we're going to do at least a compassion practice. Uh, and part of that compassion practice is is touching the suffering, the pain of others. So this is uh, Dana Faltz, one of my favorite poets. You've probably heard this one before from me. Allow. There's no controlling life. Try corralling a lightning bolt containing a tornado. Dam a stream, and it will create a new channel. Resist, and the tide will sweep you off your feet. Allow and grace will carry you to higher ground. The only safety lies in letting it all in, the wild and the weak, fear, fantasies, failures, and success. When loss rips off the doors of the heart, or sadness veils your vision with despair, practice simply becomes bearing the truth. In the choice to let go of your known way of being, the whole world is revealed to your new eyes. Allow and grace will carry you to higher ground. Our friend Ross often would bring our conversation to grace. <laughs> you come in with one topic and all of a sudden it was about grace. So you know, maybe an opportunity to see what in your life needs compassion today. Um, you know, not just in the people that are suffering, but even the little things. Um, think about maybe if you're being too hard on yourself right now, now's not a great time to be your best self. <laughs> Some things stacked against you. Um, and the same is true for our friends and family. Uh, I, I feel like our family's kind of showing some cracks at the edges. Everybody's doing pretty well, but um, we're all sick of it. <laughs> so when I was riding today, they in passing people, and it, it was like right after I'd heard this bad news, and. Uh, you know, feeling pretty rotten. And I'm going past people, I'm like, oh my God, they might be feeling that way too. Like, 
and it's a surprise. It's <laughs> like there's no like I'm the only one in the world who could possibly be feeling like this, and it's like no, most people got something. Um, that's, that's one of the first lines I heard when I came to the practice: "Be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a great battle." Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping, at the very least, if you could give me some empathy. When I get annoyed with somebody, I get really annoyed because they're not doing what I want them to do. But it might be that just being, you know, upright in the world is the accomplishment. (laughs) So we'll practice compassion. I think we already have. (laughs) Just in (laughs) witnessing and, and testifying almost. Jack Cornfield is the best the phrases that he uses that are traditional phrases in compassion practices, not unlike loving kindness practices where we say, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and at peace. Um, These phrases are, may you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and suffering. May you be at peace. And those phrases have always resonated to me so much. Loving kindness phrases, they're cool. I like them. But... Uh, that seems where it's at for me. You know, this isn't about grasping or striving. This is about kind of a human right um, that, like, held in compassion, especially now. Like, we can't physically be held by a whole lot of people uh, other than those in our bubble and dogs. (laughs) Uh, And, of course, they're aspirational. They be free from pain and suffering. But, you know, if even only for a moment, maybe at peace. So, as I was thinking about this earlier, I found this paragraph that Cornfield wrote that I think sums it up pretty well. And then we'll jump into uh, a practice where we'll bring to mind probably first a loved one, somebody maybe not suffering so much right now. It could be the doggies. (laughs) Um, Could could be an acquaintance that's really killing it right now. And then we'll move our way towards those that are suffering, even those we might not know. So Kornfeld writes, The human heart has the extraordinary capacity to transform the sorrows of life into a great stream of compassion. Compassion proclaims the power of the tender and merciful heart in the face of the sufferings of the world. It arises whenever we allow our heart to be touched by the pain and need of another. So as you're ready, you might let your eyes close. Preparing to offer compassion for whatever arises in our experience. We might even take in a measure of suffering offering our heart and compassion and breathing that back out into the world. We can begin by coming to stillness. Experiencing everything that's happening in this moment. Sounds, 
sensation of warmth or coolness, thoughts and memories. You might feel into the body. Drawing your attention to the center of the chest. Feeling its expansion with each in-breath and out-breath. Perhaps even sensing the beat of your heart. Taking your time to settle into this moment. As you feel the breath, you might feel life inside of you, the passion of your heart, care and concern in your mind, softness and openness of your body. And in time, you might begin to picture someone for whom your love comes quite easily. Dear friend or relative, even a beloved pet. Tapping into your feelings for them. Your wishes for their well-being. And as you picture them, you might sense their sorrows, their sufferings. And feel how your own heart opens to wish them well, to give them comfort, to ease their pain and bring them compassion.
with an image of this being in your mind, you might silently repeat the following phrases. May you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and suffering. May you be at peace. May you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and suffering. May you be at peace. Sense your heart opening to this loved being. Imagine that they've received your wish be held in compassion, to be free from pain and suffering, to be at peace. Sense how it feels in this moment to offer and see them receive these wishes. Might it even bring a smile to your face? Silently repeating the phrases, may you be held in compassion, may you be free from pain and suffering, may you be at peace. feeling that deep caring you have for this being and now directing it toward yourself as you reflect on your own measure of difficulty, of suffering you might offer the phrases may I be held in compassion May I be free from pain and suffering. May I be at peace. Notice what that's like. Perhaps finding some resistance or difficulty judgment. Allowing whatever's there to be there, but continuing to offer yourself these phrases. May I be held in compassion. May I be free from pain and suffering. May I be at peace.
we're fortunate, we might even feel these things in the moment. Or we might wish for them in the future. May I find my way to peace, to freedom from pain and suffering, to compassion. And over the next few minutes, we'll extend this compassion to others. One at a time, picturing loved ones, friends, strangers, even beings unknown to us. Holding an image in your mind of someone who needs your compassion. Wishing them well. May you help, may you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and suffering. May you be at peace. I'd even imagine these phrases flowing like a river. May you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and suffering. May you be at peace. Being aware of the breath, growing in a measure of suffering and releasing out your care and compassion for this person. even sense or imagine the impact of these wishes sensing them receiving this compassion and care and love may you be held in compassion May you be free from pain and suffering. May you be at peace. In your own time, allowing 
new images, new beings to become the object of your practice. Those that are suffering a little, those that are suffering a lot. You might extend these phrases to those in your community, perhaps even difficult people or your enemies. No one needs to know you're practicing in this way. So you might just experiment. Perhaps even bringing these phrases back to yourself if you're the one who needs them right now. May you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and suffering. May you be at peace. These are now the words of Jack Cornfield. Let yourself feel how the beauty of every being brings you joy and how the suffering of any being makes you weep. Feel your tender-hearted connection with all life and its creatures. And now let your heart become a transformer for the sorrows of the world feeling the breath in the area of your heart as if you could breathe gently in and out of the heart. Feel the kindness of your heart and envision that with each breath you can breathe in pain and breathe out compassion. The heart serving as a filter of love and light. Imagining the heart as a purifying fire. You can receive the pains of the world, transforming them into the light of warmth and compassion.
this way, as we open the heart wider in empathy, we can breathe in the suffering of all beings. Sorrows of ignorance and fear. And breathe out the light of compassion. We'll take another minute or two softening and settling, letting go of any technique, being still. Quiet and spacious. As you're ready, you might deepen the breath. Returning some movement to the body. Perhaps lifting your hands in the air and stretching. Bending at the waist and touching the floor. Gently opening, closing, and opening your eyes.